Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. All right, Skiz, I know you're a busy guy, but I am, uh, I'm going to need a little bit of your help today if you can spare the time. What do you want from me? I, uh, I messed something up in my office. I tried to move my TV and I, I messed it up. I didn't measure properly. Uh, I need to move the whole thing down 12 inches. And it's heavy, and I, I just want to get the job done. So <laughs> I was help? hoping after the podcast, after we're done recording, you have a little bit of time to help. I hate asking for help. I hate it. Like, yeah. I know I'm asking for your time, which is the most valuable thing you possess. Yeah. But I can't do it on my own. The TV's freaking you heavy. You got it, man. It's I'm heavy, happy, man. Happy to help. You Thanks. might, you, you're not, it's hard to, that's what we're talking about. Asking for, by the way, this is true. You actually want my help. Right? I do need your help. I literally need your help. <laughs> I was like, that's a good lead in. So but, uh, let's yeah. make this podcast short. Thanks for joining us, yeah, everybody. Uh, got, got a to project. Bye. No. no. Uh, asking for help's hard. It, it is. is. And, and from, from little things to, to big things. It's, it's interesting because I, I, I think this is a normal human thing for some reason. And not, not to everybody, but I think. I think asking for help, like I said, whether it's something benign or it's something pretty serious, it's it's hard to do, man. And it's and what's crazy about it is that it's something that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Humans have just like done nothing on their own. Think of think of like the one thing a single person can do on their own. And when you dig down to it, it's like like an author, the author of a book. That's a that's a one person job. But nope, need an yeah, editor, need yeah. a publisher. Like you, like it's everywhere. In order for anything to happen to, to be great, uh, things need to happen. You need help, whether it's for a personal journey or it's something bigger than that. Ah, it, it's crazy how we just have this propensity to avoid. I, I let me tell you this. I hate asking for help. I, I yeah. my whole life I've been like this, and I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't think I was ever wronged or or uh, well asking for help. It's never been the case. I love giving help. When people ask for my help, I feel, I feel honored that they want me to be part of whatever the something is. And so I don't know. Do you, you think your, your whole life, you think you struggle with it? I definitely have. I, yeah. I, I definitely have. Yeah. It's like even asking you to help me today, I felt terrible for, because I know, I know you got stuff to do. I know, you know, like we, we get, we basically take our entire half of us uh, of a Saturday to record the podcast and our family misses us, you know, like it's our yeah. weekend. This is time. I, I've always allocated my weekends to be, to, to be family time, you know? So, uh, I, I feel terrible, like asking for more of your time, but <laughs> you know, you, you get to a certain point to where you're right. Like, I, like I, I don't, I, I literally couldn't accomplish this on my own. I can't, I can't lift the TV and get it hooked and, and stuff on my own. I mean, I, I, I maybe, yeah, <laughs> but I'm but it's I, risky, I risk, it's I risk a yeah. bunch of stuff, injury included. And breaking a, a nice TV. So I, I, you get to the point to where it's like, I, I can't do this without you. I, I need to just suck it up. I need yeah. to, you know, um, I, and I don't know if, if, you know, McBean, he was, he, he went on a vacation or, you know, my neighbor and he asked, you know, he was got a dog that, and a cat that was going to be left at home. Hey, can you come, come take care of him while I'm gone? I'm going to be gone for, you know, a few days. And, uh, I was happy to do so. You're right. Like you, even though like he might've felt bad asking for my time, I felt good in, in knowing that he trusted me enough to ask for something like that. Mm-hmm. And then whilst doing it, you, you, I also felt like a bit of like, 
like gratitude, you know, like, like I, I felt like I was also getting something out of it, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I'm actually a good human being. I'm doing something for someone other than me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we talked about this, right? Like yeah. on the faults thing, I, I admitted that I feel like I'm sometimes a, a bit selfish or whatever. And so it's like, Hey, I'm actually doing something for somebody else. And there's a, there's literally nothing in it for me other than that, that, that feeling good feeling of yeah. knowing that I did something good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not easy. It, no, it's not easy. And I don't know what that is. I, I really don't. I, cause I struggle with it. Uh, I just, I just always have it there. There's a time, this is going to like a really silly example, but so you remember the old CRT TVs, right? Before flat screens. Yeah. Big, yeah, big old, big old tube. Yeah, big one. tube. In case you know what we're talking about. Cathode ray tube. Is that what it is? That's what CRT stands for. Something like that. W K B W. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to even dive into that. So there's uh we used to own a Sony uh, CRT from a billion years ago. Oh, God, those were the heaviest. There you go. There you go. There those, was something wrong th with them. They were like literally like they just stuffed lead bricks in them it for some reason. It made no sense. It's like, it's <laughs> like, okay, so I used to work at Costco. Mm -hmm. And for a while there, I worked in the electronics section. And I remember anytime somebody wanted one of those TVs, I was like, ah, yeah. Because it was always like 10 times heavier than any other TV. Yep. And it was almost like like Sony was like, here's the deal. The heavier, the better for some weird reason. Yeah. You're not, there's not more equipment in there. Why is this TV I, so I heavy? I literally think they stuffed it with lead bricks. I worked at Ultimate Electronics. Ultimate Electronics, and yeah. I worked on like in the in the the warehouse part of it, you know. So when somebody would buy something, I had to like get it from the back and bring it out to their cars and stuff, and like lift it up into the back of cars. Yeah. And I remember, dude, like I, I was when uh, I started experiencing some serious back pain yeah. in my life. <laughs> like <laughs> those things were heavy. They're heavy, and I remember I had it. It was uh, downstairs, and I wanted to get it upstairs. And, uh, boy, I remember this. Did you buy a, a borrow a crane? Dude, let me tell you something. This was a big Sony <laughs> TV. It was, it was not only just a two man job. It was going to be difficult for two dudes. <sighs> it was one of those things. Right. But I, but I didn't, I didn't want to, I just didn't want to ask for help. I can't, I don't know what my deal is. I'm not going to, I don't know what it is. I didn't want to ask for help. I think I wanted not to bother anybody. And then also I wanted to be able to finish the job and be like, I did that whole thing myself. Uh, this TV is stupid heavy. And so I had to get super like, like engineer. I remember I put it on a big, heavy sheet of cardboard and luckily my stairs at the time were carpeted stairs. And so that way I could slide it up, you know, <laughs> bro, as I'm doing this, my self-preservation component of my brain's all well done, dumb, dumb. You're going to die. Like if, yeah. if, if this thing starts to go, it's going to crush you. And I remember being underneath it and putting my shoulder into it and like, and push just a little bit and then grab onto like the next step in the, you know, the, the banister and just push a little bit more. 45 minutes later, I got this thing all the way upstairs and I was like, what, why did I do that? And I, I got it all the way into my room and I had to get up onto the stand. And that was luckily I was pretty strong at the time. I was able to actually pick it up off the ground and barely and get it onto the stand. I remember, I remember my wife coming home being like, who helped you with this? I'm like, no one. And, uh, you don't want her to be like, woo, yeah, woo, yeah, yeah, you know? wow, yeah, you're, you're right. Captain America yeah. over here. She, she's all, you're an idiot. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's just, I just, but I just struggle to ask for help. But when people ask me for help, I'm happy. I'm happy to help you put up your, your TV today. I'm happy to do it. Right. And you're the same way. And I think back when I was like a freshman in high school, I was really, really, really good in my algebra class. And there was a kid in a grade uh, higher than me in that same class. And he was struggling a bit and he, was realizing that I was doing it very well, very well. And so he, oh, professional, professional you have podcaster. You your phone in your pocket. I not forgot on it was vibrate. in my pocket. 
But good. Oh, it's important, dude. Spam risk. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That, yeah, that's okay. That's you know, we, we've been doing this for <laughs> half a year. That's the first it's, time it's been in my pocket. The first time. So I'll let <laughs> that's it go. That's my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so he was recognizing that this was, uh, I, it was good. It was easy for me. The algebra was easy for me and I, and I understood it and he started asking for some help and I was, it was like, I was, I wanted to help him. I wanted him to be better because I asked, because he asked me for help. So I started to, and I realized I wasn't giving him the answers, but I was getting him to the answers quicker. Not only was he letting down his guard and asking for help, but he's like, wait, 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 I want to know exactly how you do it. Like his thing was, he's like, he's like, you get this on a different level. I want to understand every step. I'm like, okay. So I remember being like, dude, now I'm just taking this dude under my wing. I'm going to make these tests easy on him. And so I would just, well, I was straight up tutoring this dude. Right. And next thing you know, I'm almost as invested in his test score as I was in mine <laughs> and watching his test scores go up made me feel good. Mm -hmm. So that was a, that was a testament that helping Pete, like helping others feels good. Helping others is good. Why is asking for help so hard? Yeah. That is a, that is a strong question right yes. there. I don't think I have the answer for it, but I mean, I think the only thing, and I said it already, I think the only thing that I can think of is because you know what you're asking for when you're asking for help is typically somebody's time and time is the most valuable thing they have. So it's like, would I ask you for a hundred dollars? Like that's not easy either. And that's yeah. not even the most valuable thing you have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, in today's economy it is, but no, I'm <laughs> no, but that's different. I mean, no, that's not different. You're right. That's the same. It would be uncomfortable asking. It for would, that. it would be uncomfortable asking even for money. And instead I'm asking for something even more valuable. And that's your time. Yeah. So it, it does make sense on that on that level why why people would struggle to ask for help. But I think you also brought home another point in that like human civilization really can't coexist without helping each other. Yep. So if it's that like innate in our our species to to need that, why is it difficult internally for us to still? struggle to ask each other for help yeah i don't know man that's dude we got to get over that you know it's funny is that sometimes i've had help i've had to take people's help before uh in the past where i didn't ask for it i just let myself get in enough in a bad enough position where people were just like dude let me help you know what i mean mm -hmm. You're, you've been one of those people where i just struggle with something like on like so, some sort of install or some sort of problem or some sort of technical thing that you've had exposure to in the past and I just spin and spin. And then later it's like been 90 minutes. We've talked about this before mm -hmm. and you help me. It takes you five minutes. You're like, what, what, what are you doing? Just get, <laughs> get to me early. I'm like, I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. And we just, I think, and there's also, there's also like independence is big. I think all of us want to be um, just good and self-sufficient and every, everything. Right. And so a long time ago, this, here's a good example. So my brother and I, my, my oldest brother and I have a really good dynamic in this world um, to where, a long, long time ago, long time ago, he fell on a financial time and he got real stuck and he had asked, um, can I, you know, he needed to borrow some money. It was, it wasn't a lot of money, but he needed to borrow some money. And, uh, it was one of those things where I was like, I, I, I knew for a fact he was going to be good for it. I didn't, it, there was nothing to mm -hmm. think about, but I could tell he's asking his younger brother, that's gotta be hard. And, um, I was like, absolutely. You know? And so it was, it was not easy to do, but I was in a place in that moment where I could give him a little bit, a little bit of a buffer until his next payday or whatever. I think it was just to keep his lights on. And, uh, it was two, three weeks later, he's, we're even Steven, you know what I mean? Just like that. Mm -hmm. Like two weeks later, he's like, he said what he was going to do and he did what he was going to say. 
And then you fast forward the clock and I'm, I'm ready to ask my, my wife to marry me and I, I can't afford the ring I want to get her. And it was that boy, that's, that'll, that'll humble you, (laughs) you know? And, And I was working full time, going to school, actually several jobs. I couldn't afford the ring I wanted to get her. And, uh, it's that's going to hurt. And it wasn't even like a, it wasn't like a $50,000 ring or anything like that. It was actually like, like pretty decently priced. And, uh, I asked for his help and he's like, yeah, you bet. And so he did. And dude, everything I had was paid him back right away. And you fast forward the clock even more to when the housing market went just completely bonkers. And, and I just lost so much. You remember that debacle? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I needed to get out of where I was at and I wanted to, I want, I needed to get out of where I was at and I needed to get into a different, uh, home and and uh, he's like, hey, listen, I I'm thinking about buying a second house. Um, if you can rent it from me, and I know what he's thinking, just rent it enough so that I break even. And but mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. I was like, whatever we're doing, you have to benefit from this. Like you have to benefit. He wanted to buy the house because he knew the housing market was going to come back. He was going to gain. Mm-hmm. We knew what was going to happen, right? Because that housing market dumped, and we knew it was yeah. on its way back. And that's a good time to buy. And uh, it's like, no, you have to benefit more than just the the hope that the housing market's coming back. And so we came up with a good plan. He was going to make more money every month uh, than he, so he was going to make money every month, which is good. And it was going to build towards a impending balloon payment. He had another debt. And uh, I remember being like, this is, this is big. This is really big. And I said to my wife, I was like, listen, we, we will sell everything we own before we're late paying the rent. And she's like, I agree 100%. Like, this is one of those things like we, there's no chance. Like this is, a, such a large amount of help and risk to give to somebody mm-hmm. else. Uh, there's not a chance I'm ever, ever going to allow him to second guess this decision. And uh, so we were there for, geez, five years maybe and something like that. And it worked out for everybody. Like we were obviously yeah. never late and uh, it helped him. He was able to make a good amount of money and hit that balloon payment. And once we sold or he sold, he would made a, you know, the market had come back. Yeah. I w- and because he had set me up in a comfortable spot, I was able to do what I needed to do. My the house I'm in now. I mean, it just all worked Dude, out. Dude, I, I we had a very very similar experience with that you know the housing market. We had just bought this brand new house and and paid like top dollar because at the time that's what was happening. Mm. To them. And then like we blink and the next thing you know that like we're underwater big time. Like we owed way more on the mortgage than the house was was worth. Yeah. And it was like, what do we do? We basically just lost hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. because of the the way the, the market crashed and went and talked to a, a lawyer. And the lawyer was just like, look, you just got to short sell this thing, you know, get out of it. And we're like, oh, man, that's, you know, it's going to take a credit hit and all this stuff. And he's like, you got to do it. You know, you just got to do it. Otherwise, you just you just throwing money away. And so my wife's parents agreed to purchase the house and rent it back to us so that we wouldn't even have to move. And so they bought my house for, you know, the short sell price. So the bank took the hit. Um, which at the time was absolutely fine because the banks were the one that caused the problem anyway. Uh, so the bank took the hit. My credit took a little bit of a hit, but not like not like it could have been. It could have been way worse. And we just rented the house back for like four years, five years until credit was restored enough for me to be able to buy my next house uh, because we wanted to move closer to, to where I worked. So uh, my my basically my in-laws came in and, and saved the day and it worked out. Like, like same, same thing with your brother worked out. Like the houses went back up where they were able to sell that house that they, they bought from short sale and make money on it. And, uh, and they were just, they were too nice about it. Like they gave us 
like some of that profit and like <laughs> they they basically kept enough to pay for like the taxes on it and i'm like wow. come on just like, I, I felt bad i'm like come on just split it at least like take some no they didn't they wanted to give us every bit that it earned as a down payment to our next house wow like, way that's too nice. very generous so yeah i mean like that's cool and, but we we didn't you know we needed help like we were so underwater that i was actually like really surprised when we went to talk to the lawyer that he suggested just to short sell i yeah. was like what isn't that really bad you know and he's like no nope this is the situation you're not alone obviously and he suggested we do it and it worked out so good but we couldn't have done it without the help from from my in-laws my wife's parents right you know? needed sometimes you know i it's funny because i went through that whole debacle after you did i remember because i you were the one who gave me that lawyer's number mm -hmm. and i felt weird at the same thing i felt weird about it and because i'm a do i'm like i'm like a lannister i pay my debts you know right. that's my gig i i that's, that's i pay my debts and this was a point of pride. Like, I don't, not that guy that walks away from stuff. And he, he, he really made me feel, he's a good dude. And he I was remember funny. He, he was yeah, funny, dude. He was hilarious. He was like, let me tell you something. <laughs> he was like, like, he was like, almost like, I've heard this story. I don't, I'm not, I'm not interested in your sob story. He, you know, he was just like, and I told him, I was like, I feel bad about this. He's like, that's commendable. Nobody cares. And he's like, and I assure you this right now, the banks, they're going to be fine. He's like, and they are fine. They're already fine. They got bailed out. He's like, the, yeah. you know, like the like the government did a big bailout and uh, for the banks and all that. He's like, you're just giving them more money that they already got back. Yeah, you know. And he goes, so if you were my mom, I would literally steal your checkbook. Like <laughs> that was his thing. He's like, you have to stop right now. Yeah. And he and he's like, and not to mention, he's like, they're so backed up because the whole thing is such a mess. And apparently, where I was living at the time, because we weren't living in the same area, where I was living. In regards to short sales, he's like, yeah, that's the poster child for this story. Like it was this weird um, mm -hmm. neighborhood. I was not neighborhood, but like county, if you will. And uh, I remember because I, 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 dude, I, I bought the house a billion years ago, bought it for like, like a, I don't know, like 160,000. No, I, and I, I ended up uh, like I owed, no, no, no. I owed 180,000 on a house that I ended up having to like force to short sell for 80,000. <laughs> 80,000 bro. Yeah. And this is a long time ago, right? Houses are a totally different story now. 80,000. And then about like two or three years go by. I'm like, dude, whoever got that, got a steal. I got to see, let me see where we're at. And I look it up, dude. They had to, they ended up selling it for 60,000. Oh my gosh. I'm like, going. what? This house Jeez. is almost free. And I, and I had it yeah. built. It was a beautiful home. Yeah. Remember it, it was, it yeah, was big. It was, yes. It was yeah, I mean, you were like kind of out on the outskirts of of like the metropolitan area or whatever, but it was a very nice house. I remember yeah. that. I used to I used to come over all the time. We were we were uh, planning a business that never we never launched. Remember? Oh, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have it now. It's called Fiverr. Yep. That's, yep. It's very similar. I've seen it. It's we, very similar. We, that yeah. was our idea. Yeah, that was back in the day. <laughs> that was back in the day. That We're not going to go. That's another whole story. Yeah, we'll decade, do a, decades ago, we designed Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. We, we weren't going to call it that. We were going to call it Create and Compete. Yep, that's right. Oh, that's man. A, that, that is, bro. That's a whole nother that's story a, that's of our a, lives. That's a, a, a venture launch podcast. We'll do that. Uh, in the, We should do that. Yeah. Like like all of our get rich quick schemes that we came up with <laughs> and never followed through with. Well, we, but we, some of them we went the distance it wasn't, on. Yeah, that wasn't a get rich quick. That was, no, that was that a was lot of, like, like, we got together every week for hours yeah. and like we're building business plans yep. and and trying to like model out how the whole thing would play out. Yep. 
And then, and then it was just too much. It got to, you know, <laughs> here's what's interesting, dude. It got to a point. So this is, boy, this is a beautiful tie-in because I think if you try to like psychoanalyze why it's so very difficult to ask for help is I think that you think you're almost putting yourself in debt to that person. And I don't know if this is the case, but when you ask for help and somebody does you a solid, you kind of feel like you, you owe them one. And that's not the worst thing in the world, but me personally, I like you, you know, this, if there's a time that you and I like, I, I, let's say we, I, I don't even know, we, we don't buy anything. I mean, we, we do this, but this all works out. Um, but if we were to go out and you, I don't know, you bought something like the fantasy football, let's say you paid the entry fee and I owe mm -hmm. you 50 bucks. For yeah. example, I don't know. That's a, just an example. If I, I have restless nights of sleep until I've put $50 in cash in your hand. Yeah, It, it really bugs you. Yeah. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. Right. And so, and now it's like, I probably owe you 50 bucks right now. And I don't even know. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, back back when like $50 was like a, like a super big deal or whatever, right. Whatever the, 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 the number is irrelevant, but uh, there's a couple things going on. If I have any sort of debt to somebody, specifically people, um, uh, it eats me alive until I've paid them back for mm -hmm. two reasons. One, being in debt eats me alive. Two, I have, I have this fear I'm going to forget. I, have, I, mm. I really do. I had a buddy who owed me like, a, like, like $150, $200 because we went out and did a ton of grocery shopping for this big camping trip or whatever. I was like, let's pick it up. You can pay me back. I know for a fact he's good for it. I know he's good for it. So I bought everything. And then we had our trip or whatever. And like a week goes by, two weeks goes by, three weeks goes by. And I'm like, here's the thing. Now I'm in this weird spot <laughs> because I know for a fact he would never leave me hanging intentionally, but I don't want to be the guy to bring it up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so when I did, it was like the worst feeling ever. I was like, yo, I'm seriously not pushing, not pressing you. When do you think you might be able to um, settle, settle up for the camping stuff? He's all, oh God, yeah. you know what I mean? And now, and then he was like, why did you wait so long to tell me? Like it was one of those things where I knew, and that's how I would have reacted. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to ever put somebody in that difficult spot. So it's like, I, instead I'd rather just owe people nothing. And I think that that has to do uh, with the fear of asking for help. And, and, and I, because you're going to owe somebody when we were starting that business, the create and compete business, it wasn't just you and me, it was you and me and two others. And uh, we were go doing our thing and we got to a point where we had, we had mapped out so much. We had figured out so much, so, so very much about the logistics of what we wanted to do. But we, all four of us, even though we had a lot of talent in that room, we hit a wall. Yeah. We hit a wall where, where it came to was like, none of us have the skill set for what's next. Right. And it was like, but we don't want to bring anybody else into this. So I don't want to owe anybody. I don't want to share this with anybody. I don't want to yeah. be in debt to anybody else. And because of that, what happened? It failed. The whole thing failed. We never launched. Nope. And then years later, something else came along. Yep. And I was like, isn't that pretty much what we were designing? Yeah. It was a little bit different, but pretty close. Yeah. And, and now it's like super successful. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was my idea. That was me. That was my That's idea. Our friend would always say. I know. <laughs> that was that. That was crazy. That whole thing actually was my idea. Like, I remember like it dawning on me one day when I was Googling something, like the whole premise was based on basically a, a, a better Google is what it was, right? To, to, for lack of a better phrase, you want to look at an elephant, you can look up an elephant. You, you want to, you want to look up a, a, a light, you can look up a light, but what you can't do is look up an elephant juggling lights. And on the side of the elephant is tattooed the word schizzle man. And on his tail is impulse actually is the tail. Like, like it's, you can't Google that. That doesn't exist, but this was going to create that because it was going to put the prompt out there and say, okay, world, do your thing, do your thing, internet, and come back with a lot. You know, we, we found the way to bring incentive to the artists, to bring incentive to the judges, like all that it was, it was neat. Yeah. 
But the premise being that you type something in Google, so I'm going to come back like this, but give it an hour and watch what happens, right? It was to use the power of the, the minds of the people leveraging the internet and the artists out there uh, to come on back. And you're right now, I mean, Fiverr's similar, but it's, 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 it's it, yeah, well, you had a whole judging and competition aspect to it that Fiverr doesn't have. Fiverr, you just, you, you need something, you go find somebody that can, can do it. You pay right. them for it. You commission them for it. Right. But it had that aspect. Similar too. energy. You know what I mean? Something you need. May, we may have overcomplicated things. Like we always do. We could have just created Fiverr and been good. Maybe, <laughs> maybe May, you're probably right, but who knows? It doesn't matter. Uh, but that's, but that's the bottom line is that that business failed because we didn't want to bring anybody else. I mean, there's other reasons but we didn't want to bring anybody else into it you know and that that puts you in a bad spot when you're not willing to ask for help and we're gonna i think we're gonna want to probably um migrate this conversation into uh like it'll probably get a little bit deeper in regards to asking there's, there's a different level of what it is to ask for help and we'll probably touch on that a little bit but the bottom line is that if you have a propensity to avoid asking for help everything in front of you is going to continue to be harder it's yeah. going to be harder than it needs to be. And there's also a better way to you ever realize this. You ever realize this? I've asked when I'm finally like, dude, impulse, you got to show me how'd you do this? What, how'd you set that up? You know what I mean? And then you go and you start to do it and it's fast. I'm like, stop. I, I want to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me how to do it. Don't do it. I want to, I, I want to learn because yeah. I don't want to have to ask for help again. So. You've always had that too, right? like that you, you want to understand like how the internals of something actually work you yeah. know what i mean like if if i gave you a watch you would want to know like how the cogs are actually turning in inside that make the the, the hand go around and stuff yeah. like you you really like to like figure out all the pieces and get all the information you can yeah instead of just somebody just like giving you information right it, because it, it's funny because it makes me when i was about i'd say eight i had a rotary telephone okay everybody listen up if you don't know what a rotary telephone is uh, it's not a cell phone. It's an actual phone that it, it, that you, it doesn't have push buttons, but it has a dial on it. So you dial, there's a, there's a video. Have you ever seen the video where this dad offers both his teenage, uh, kids? I'll give you a hundred dollars. If you can dial, if you can call this number, he writes it down on that phone. It's the first time they'd ever seen a rotary phone. <laughs> it's like the cutest thing in the world. These are teenagers and they're just like, they're just like pushing the numbers and it's a dot and they're like, what is this? Oh, it, oh, it moves. You know what I mean? So they're like, you literally do this dial yeah. and it took them, it took them a while. It was, <laughs> I'll just show you that video. It's a really good video. Anyways. Uh, I was a kid and I remember it was when it would, it, it rang one day. And when it rang, I was like, how is it doing that? I just, I have to know, like, I have to know. And so I took the whole phone apart. <laughs> Parents were thrilled. But <laughs> I bet they, uh, I took the whole phone apart. I at least waited until something was broken to take well, it apart to look at it. Well, actually that's a good thing. Actually you helped me out here because it wasn't like it was broken, but it was almost broken. The ringer didn't sound right. Okay. It was like the ringer was on. So you're going to fix it. You're going to fix, fix it. Okay. Yeah, I can fix it. So I open it and uh, I'm looking and I see where it's literally, there's a literal bell, metal bell inside mm -hmm. with a, a hammer yeah, in between. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm, when I follow the cable that goes by and I'm looking at this like little weird circuitry board type thing, very, very archaic circuitry board. And I'm able to see that the cable that connects to that and goes to whatever, I don't know the, the motor is fine, but the mo the cable coming off the motor to the board was frayed or something not good. So I took it off and I remember I cleaned the lines and I like wrapped it and I put it back on and I was like, good now. And from that point on rang perfectly put it back together. And I felt amazing. But the problem is this, it wasn't my fix it thing necessarily. It's that I've surrendered this by the way, but 
I came at this age to where when I knew when I was had anything I was using and I didn't know how it was working, it made me feel helpless. It mm. made me feel incompetent. It made me feel like, like, remember we had a, a college professor who was like technology is dumbing people. And it didn't mean that people are getting dumb. It just meant that people are being more and more removed from what's actually happening. Yeah. When you have somebody at a fast food restaurant that pushes a button in regards to what from that button push all the way to the actual transaction, there's so much in between. So yeah. we can't really do it anymore, but, but it's all similar energy that I it, like, I, I, okay, phone, I'm not going to just use you. I need to know how you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Impulse. Thank you for your help. You can't just do it for me. I need to know <laughs> what you just did. You know what I mean? I got to know it all. And so yeah. it's a burden. Hey, you're right about what you're talking about though, because my youngest daughter, she did not want to learn the multiplication table, you know, that where you have the one to 10 and then across the top and the one to 10 down the bottom. And then it like fills out the entire, yep. like, you know, cross puzzle basically of all the different combinations of the, the multiplying the numbers together. She didn't want to learn it because she had a calculator in her pocket 24 <laughs> seven, you, you know, her, her phone had a, a built-in calculator. Why, why do I need to memorize this multiplication table when I have a device that can do that? You know, yeah. uh, I, I don't want to say any uh, the the audible helper devices right now. We could probably say a few different names and have our devices actually ask us verbally what we want, yeah. you know, out of it right now. And I just realized I forgot to mute the one that's in the room. So I'm not going to say its name. <laughs> <laughs> so, But there's so many pieces of technology that could help us. So now now we've moved from asking people to help us to just asking devices to help yeah. us like that's easier it's because i'm not taking anyone's that's time right <laughs> it, that's right it's so much easier so you're right if i ask her is, is alexa? yeah if alexa's right behind me <laughs> if i ask uh if, if i say if i say and i say Hey, what is the, what is, how do you do this or whatever? And then she tells me, I don't go, how do you know that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just surrendered it because it's, you're right. I'm not, I don't have any debt to her, I suppose. Uh, but, um, so, so now I think we, we, we've covered the fact that it's not, we're not super uh, keen on asking for help, even when it's benign things. Right. So let's talk a little bit more serious. Let, let's, there's more serious things. So we're now I'm actually getting into there's businesses centered around this asking for help when you're having, when you're having mental issues when you're having, you're having like extreme doubts, you know, when you're whatever, you're having problems, you're having those problems. This is when it's just like, dude, you, you gotta, you gotta talk aside all that ego. You gotta mm -hmm. be willing to ask for help. And it is, I'm a human dude. I have, I've had my, my hard times, you know what I mean? And yeah. boy, I tell you, I I definitely don't know how to do it. I don't, I, I definitely like when things get go real. So you remember when I was younger, you know, there was a period of time there when my life was in some pretty Got significant. Dark. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, it was bad. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And I remember, and even like leading up to that, this is a crazy, crazy thing. Cause ever since I was a kid, I was the dude that like my friends gravitated towards for that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For advice or feedback or whatever. And it's, it's makes you feel good. And and the more people tend to uh, do that and rely on you. Like I, I've, I literally, I have several people in my life, several people who, while they're opening up to me, whatever, have said, you're, you're the only person I can talk to about this. And that's boy, that level of trust is huge. Naturally, I would never say their names, but 
uh, for that very reason. They know, and, and I never have like, there's like, they don't know each other exists. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. all, all of those people don't know the other people exist. I would never, ever, there's just been people. And they're like, I can't, I literally can't talk to anybody else about this stuff. And, and, and I, I appreciate that. Right. So you would think that my disposition would move into a space to where I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm doing something good. So I should rely on others. It just got worse. It was like the more people were relying on me was the more I felt like I just can't, I can't do the same. I just wow. can't ask for help. I don't know what that is, dude. And I decided one day, this is, yeah, bro, this is years ago. Like, like before, before you and I even came back into each other's life, I just, things had gotten real bad. I decided I've got, I've got a friend of mine that I, I, I trust deeply and I guess I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I had, this has to happen. I'm going to do it. But I wasn't, I wasn't man enough to just like sit down with them and do it. So I had to type it up. And this is back when like, um, you did it on a typewriter. No, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no. And then I make a mistake, pull out the white out. The white out. Oh man. I uh no, it was uh it was it was like basically like a chat room type thing. Type it wasn't a chat room, but it was it was a where you it was it wasn't email, it wasn't it wasn't that. It was it was like a like an IM session, right? Probably uh AOL online like maybe before that like no i'm sure that's first but but it was like that it was that old yeah and i decided you know what I, this is i'm just gonna this is as, as brave as i can get i'm just gonna do it here and so i i just talked about some stuff it doesn't matter i'm gonna fast forward it so i talked about a lot of things and i was felt so weird and this story i'm about to tell you is completely true because i'm not supposed to be doing this that's what's going through my brain i'm not supposed to be opening up like this you're supposed to be there for others you're not supposed to make them be there for you and had you know, the, you know, had I reached this guy before, he would have been like, dude, let's hang out. He's been a great dude. And uh, I typed the whole thing, dude. And I read through the whole thing before I hit send. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want to hit enter. I don't want to do this, but this is what you got to do. And I hit enter and enter went and crashed the machine. I'm not joking. Whoa. Like I hit enter and the whole machine crashed them all. Well, that's your sign. I'm like, you're not supposed to do this. And I, that was it. And I just bottled it up. Like, like after that, which is a very dumb yeah, thing. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, but it was, but that's what it was. Like, I was like, after, I mean, after all that, dude, the, my dissertation on, yes, I'm going to need some help. As soon as I hit enter crash, I'm all, what, what? I was like, what just happened? Oh, all right. But the weird things, I mean, typing, it made me feel better, but it was just this weird yeah. thing where yeah, well, I already felt weird. Well, there's a lesson in there too. Just like, like, even though you, that never reached it to the other, other person, uh, just typing it out, just getting it out was at least some way of releasing, you know, releasing that energy, yeah. releasing those thoughts. So, so that's good. But yeah, I mean, you know, talking about mental health, it's, it's just like, you know, going and seeing somebody it's, it's had some sort of uh stigma around it, uh, you know, mm -hmm. especially us growing up, you know, it was like, if somebody said, Oh, they were going to see a therapist. It was like, Whoa, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think, you know, times have changed and I think there's less of a stigma around it now. Um, the way I like to think of it is like if you broke your arm, you you go and you have to go to a doctor to get it to get it fixed. I mean, you should anyway, go get it fixed. Otherwise, you're yeah. going gonna to have problems for a while. But, um, you know, mental health, I look at it the same way. You know, if, if, if you're if you're having mental health issues and you need to treat it like a broken arm and you go see a, a licensed therapist, a doctor, whatever, yep. you know, um, and 
but it takes it takes sucking up that like that pride and 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 all all those thoughts you have about like what is this person going to think of me or or can you even can you even face it you know what i mean like you you i i'm the same way like i'm the same way i just struggle to to open up to people about things that i i feel are like a darkness inside or whatever yeah. you know what i mean like you don't want you you don't want people to see that side of you you know what I mean? Like you think they're going to think differently of you. Unless, yeah. And, unless you got somebody like you can, you can truly trust. Like, a, like I've come to you in the past. I'm one of the people that, mm. that you've probably had to, you know, take it and then you never reciprocate, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, brother. I know you are. If you ever want to actually, you I'm, know, perfect. I'm perfect. Uh, you can hit enter and you won't, <laughs> you're, and you won't crash with me. So, but yeah, it is, it is tough. You know, it is tough asking for help, especially around, subjects like that you know where you feel like you're putting yourself in a vulnerable spot and um you know a lot of people don't want to be judged you yeah. know that's tough to get past the the idea that i i might open up and then somebody think something of me that you know and of course you're, most of those thoughts are, are just self-imposed planted thoughts that are, are not actually going to be the reality of the situation but yeah i mean you're right. I encourage you to treat it like a broken bone if you got stuff bottled up. You know, oh, I'm I'm perfect now, so I got nothing. Yeah, you're perfect. You. No issues in your life, but me too. Perfect. Everything's 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 panned flawless. out. Nothing's gone south lately. <laughs> no, but you know what's interesting is you kind of raise a good point. Is is asking for help is already difficult enough, um, and the deeper the problem, um, for some people, the harder it gets, the more they clam up. And this is a, this is a, I mean, we'll lighten it up after this, I suppose, but this is a, this is a hard one. This is a hard story, dude, mm -hmm. is there is, um, you, you knew him too. He, uh, he was a dude at our, at our, in our lives. I'll say that a dude in our lives and, uh, a great guy. And it's like, you wouldn't imagine ever there'd be a problem. He's like, he's tall, thin, fit. Good looking guy, gorgeous wife, super three funny. gorgeous kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, just very, yeah, super funny, super kind, and just really easy to get along with. And just, boy, there was a shift. And uh, and I remember seeing it from a distance. And and we weren't like best friends or anything, but we were we we were way above acquaintances. We mm -hmm. were we were good friends. And I remember seeing a shift in him. And uh, after like a week or so, I just like, I hold him aside and and it was it was like weird because i'm like i'm gonna pry i might end the friendship right now you know what i mean i'm willing to do that i don't know if I've, i feel like we've talked about this before but i was just like hey what's going on he's like nothing i'm like well something's going on you know and he's like no nothing i'm like i can do you any good to lie to me you know what i mean it was like weird i'm like I, i'm not trying to pry here do i'm not but what you can do is say yeah things are going on but i don't want to talk about it you can say that mm-hmm and he's like, it's, it's, it's fine. And I'm like, dude, it's not like, I, I remember this. I'm like, it's not, it's not. I was like this. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. You know what I mean? And I was like, I, I just, it doesn't have to be me, but something's going on. It's gotta be somebody you, you've got to, you can't leave this unchecked. It just, something was wrong, man. And I just, I don't know, maybe I wanted to respect his privacy or something. Um, but after about 10 minutes, I was like, I I'm being a little too pushy now, but I think I left it by saying, listen, man, maybe you're uncomfortable with me, but I'm telling you this you had this cannot go unchecked and it was like maybe a month later he was gone and yeah. i was like no and it was it was it was bad it was bad you know and i remember being like god 
maybe I should have pushed harder. Like what, what you know, and, and I don't believe me. Let me be clear. I don't blame myself for this. I'm not, that's not the, the situation. Um, but I do remember, I remember being at his, at his funeral and it was, I mean, come on, you, there, there's the wife, there's the kids. I mean, this is, this is getting worse. I mean, it does, but this is really bad. And you know, they got the big picture, you know, and, uh, of him. And I remember looking at it and being like, damn you. You know what I mean? Like being upset, like, yeah. was I supposed to be like even more pushy? Like, God, it just was so frustrating. So my point being that, that, you know, when you reach these times in your life, you, you cannot leave it unchecked. You can't do it. Right. And when you notice somebody's going through this, you gotta be pushy. You yeah. got, you have to risk pissing them off. You have to risk the friendship. You got to risk it all. You risk it all just because and get in there, mix it up. You know, yeah. 99 times out of a hundred, it's going to pr- be fine, but there's going to be that one time that's yeah. going to imprint on yeah, you. Yeah. Like, like we've lived. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a good point. And yeah, it's, it's tough. It, it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's, it's not easy to like, uh, try to talk to somebody who's not willing to, to get help into getting help, you know, when they need it, you know, yeah. same as this. So it's hard to ask for help sometimes when you, when you need it. So, uh, but it's it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it in the end to to find that courage on either side. You know. Yeah, on either side. That's a good way. Yeah. Either side. Yeah, whether you're asking or whether you're willing to provide, and don't even. And it's good. It's it's important to say things like, "Listen, I don't deem I don't deem myself qualified to to do this. I I know I'm I have got a couple of ears on my head. I'm happy to listen." And sometimes then, that's all it takes, right? Like yeah. like you said, it it released something when you just wrote it out, mm-hmm. right? So even if even if you you don't feel comfortable like hearing their thoughts and then like having something to help them with some advice or whatever, you know, not everybody's going to have that like, oh, the fix, you know, oh, in your situation, just do this and you'll be fine. Like most likely not going to be the case, but them just being able to confide in you is is usually going to be helpful. Yeah, because I just seem to you ever have somebody who uh, they just. They got a secret. They got to just get off their chest. They just got to take out to tell somebody. And Don't tell me. I'm a blabbermouth. <laughs> Jeez, I can't keep secrets. Save my life. It's a, I don't know. That I, I'm a secret keeper, dude. I've got, and that's what's funny is, and I always have the same, <laughs> the same speech when people are like, listen, I got to, can you keep a secret? They say that. And I always, same speech. I'm all, I can, I can absolutely keep a secret. But here's my disclaimer. If what you disclose to me, leads me to believe that you or anybody else is in danger. Your secret is not safe with me. And I always say that. Wow. I always say that. And, and it's never, they've never been like, okay, never mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always been like, they're like, no, it's so fine. I, I, I got to tell you where I buried the body. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the shovel broke. Can I borrow your shovel? <laughs> God, I got dark fast. <laughs> But uh, that level of trust has always brought them into a place to where they are. They realize, oh, no, 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 it's nothing like that. And then they do their thing. And it's your secret safe with me. I mean, dude, I here's what's funny. My box of other people's secrets is is like so full. Like Uh it is full. I I don't care. I've never disclosed any of them. I never will. I have no interest in that. Like that. It's not some sort of burden for you to carry. It's not. It's that's what I'm saying. If it was something like if there was danger involved or or something to that effect, that that would be a burden I'm not willing to carry. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So the answer is no. If you're in danger or what you're about to tell me means somebody else is in danger, then the answer is no. You know, but 
but when it's you know anything else it's usually something that 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 can be talked through or whatever and they just need some ears or whatever it is but it's so funny because i think about the people who just can't keep people's secrets and i'm like <laughs> i don't understand what the appeal is i i i would be mortified if i let one of these secrets yeah. slip out no know? i was i was half joking about not being a wicked I, secret obviously i, I, I'm, I bet you're I got some good ones on you, you sir you got nothing on me dude you <laughs> Everything All right, you know that's it. Let's unleash them. Uh, so back in 19... <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, you name, name that. Uh, no, I, that's, I don't know, man. It's just the idea that trusting in another person, asking for help, trusting in another person, is a, it's a moment of vulnerability uh, that we, we don't quite have the confidence to harbor. And, yeah. I, and I think that we just, like, as soon as you're able to do that, especially with a... You and I have a certain vulnerability with each other. We've talked about this before. We've got a word. We've got one word where when we say this word, nothing else matters. And we use it so infrequently. If one of us says Houston, the other person, yeah. that whatever, whatever is behind the word Houston, it becomes a priority. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and my wife knows that too. And it's like, so unbelievable. The last time you've had to say Houston, I don't even know what year it was, but you, <laughs> but you say Houston, it's like, all right, go, you know, what, what do yeah. you need? What, what is it? What's happening? So Find yourself a friend like that. That's important too. But I don't friend, know. Family, uh, just any, any anybody family, you, can, yeah, you can trust. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good catch right there. Yeah, anybody that you can trust that level, you just you just do that. But it's it, it'll never be easy though. For some reason, man, yeah. like it's like I. Want I think I think the one thing that people should maybe keep in mind, and and we talked about it, was like okay, so I brought up the you know McBean needing to have his dog washed. So maybe it was maybe it was difficult for him. I don't know. Um, but it would be for me to, to ask somebody to, you know, come over every day and take care of my dog, whatever, uh, you know, knowing what he may have not known when he asked that was that I was actually going to really enjoy it. Yeah. Like, like me taking that time to come over and do something for someone else. And, uh, you know, his dog was just so happy to have somebody come by yeah. and give it some love and give us some of their time and some pets and all that stuff. Um, I actually got, I got, I got a lot out of it. You know, I got a lot of enjoyment in helping. So if you're struggling to ask somebody for help, maybe just assume that they're actually going to enjoy it yeah, and you're not placing some burden on them that they're going to, they're going to resent you for or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, just that be, was like, great. be like, Hey, you know, I'm asking for their time, but they might actually enjoy the time that, that they're giving me. You that's know? good. I really, really, really like that. That's a great way to look at it. Asking for help is already hard enough. Change your optics a little right. bit to realize we're almost going to be sort of kind of helping each other. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you feel good about I yourself. Know. Yeah, yeah. Unload your problems on somebody and be like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say you're welcome after you help me hang this TV. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like that a lot. I don't know. I, I, I'm somebody who I will fully admit that I need to definitely work on this. I encourage everybody to, to do this. I really do. I mean, we've, we, you know, we, we covered the whole gamut today, low to high laughs and sadness, but I'm, 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 I'm just, I don't know. I actually think I'm always going to struggle with this. You know what it is? I think, I think, I don't know, dude, as it comes down to it, I trust almost nobody. Like, I really do. I think that's just me. And I mm. want to be the person that anybody and everybody can trust. But for some reason, I trust almost nobody. I don't, I don't know what wow. that is. I have no reason to be that way. But I'm, the, I'm, I'm that way for Trust some reason. is the whole topic on its own. Yeah. But it's yeah. very much tied to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you ask for help, you, you, you have to be able to 
you have to, when you ask for help, you have to trust the fact that they're not judging the fact that you're asking for help. They're not going to be like, oh yes, so now I got, I got them in my pocket. Like that's not, yeah. you have to trust that those things aren't going to happen, which is mm -hmm. why you don't ask a stranger for help. Mm -hmm. It's why you don't, you know what I mean? Or somebody you just met, you know, you don't go ask them for help. Like, like, or I'm not saying you shouldn't, I'm saying it's why people have a, a propensity to not do that. You got to know them and then you got to really know them and then you got to really know them mm -hmm. and know, oh, they're very close. Depending on the level, you know. Depending on the level, right. You know, yeah. fall, if fall down and can't get up, then, you know, might ask. Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine if, um, like, like you met, like, my cousin for the first time? Like, I have a cousin, same like my cousin Brandon, for example. I'm just grabbing one of my cousins. You've never met him. Imagine if you met him and he's like, hey, it's nice to meet you. What are you doing next weekend? Can you help me move? You'd be like, <laughs> what? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that would be so weird. There's a certain proximity that you need yeah. to have before you can actually, you know, ask for help or whatever. And even then it's still hard. I mean, you're, you're, you're like my brother. And if I ever move again, I'm still would feel terrible. Be like, Did you have a few hours? You come help me move the boxes. <laughs> Moving is, is, a, is a rough ask. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's third base for guys where they <laughs> like, it's like, a, it's a thing. Like you gotta, like, you gotta really be good friends. Uh, yeah, you, but you know, at the end of the, the deal, you get usually beer and pizza out of it. Yeah. So, you know, there's a payoff. <laughs> it's not an even scale. Not even close. Moving so sucks oh <laughs> uh, so that's yeah I, I i got nothing there but hopefully so I'm yeah i guess again. i guess bottom line is you know not a, asking for help is hard but we're encouraging everyone to ask for help when they need it yeah and and maybe change optics a little bit if you can and, and just realize that uh you, you may put more weight on the actual ask than there actually is yes agreed 100 percent agreed and and i think like this is this is a good this is a good little uh, challenge issue is that in the next couple of weeks there's going to be a moment that you're gonna want some help on something whether it's big or small you're gonna find yourself in an area to where you're there's oh I can't want to ask for help and you're gonna realize your you have your inclination is to not ask for help well challenge that mm -hmm. challenge that status quo go find the person that you know that you want to ask for help and then observe how well it goes yeah. and it, you know what it might not. I'm sure it will, but it might, it might not. If it doesn't, you just got to be at peace with that. Yeah. Let's look right at the people. Hey. Hopefully the camera's working this time. Uh, that's Ooh. a challenge for you, everyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> we and don't typically uh, acknowledge the center cam, uh, but yeah, we should, like, that, because it shut off on it us. It broke last it time. shut that's off on it, us in the middle of a recording last well, time. And last I'm now time. sitting here going, oh, I brought attention to this. It better be working right <laughs> not now. Not last time, two podcasts ago, yeah. it froze on us. And I think it's so funny because the editing was so nasty at the end because that was out. Uh, but hopefully you're working on me about it just in case there's that camera. I got you a new lens. Camera. You should be happy with me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, this one, you know, we, we try to, we try to, you know, have some fun and, uh, we also trying to address some, some serious topics in hopes that we reach people that, that, and are, it's somewhat helpful in some way. And this was, yep. this one was a little bit heavier of a topic, but hopefully, uh, hopefully there's, there's people it reaches at the right time, yep. you know, and, uh, Give us your testimonies in the comments. Like we love reading it, yep. you know, uh, or if, if this podcast was a, a timely for you and if you accept the challenge and you do actually do something where you ask for help where you wouldn't have, if you hadn't listened to podcasts, please let us know in the comments Yep, uh, because that's, that's the kind of fuel that, that keeps us, keeps us here yeah. every week, you know? Absolutely. And you're in, and there's, you are listening right now, realizing this is what I've been waiting to hear. And I'm going to go ahead and call this number. I'm going to reach out to so-and-so go do it. Go do it and watch how much life is better after. 
<laughs> All right, that's a good place to wrap this one up. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. Yep. It was fun. Good Even conversation. That, yeah, it's always fun. So that's good, and I'll see you next time. See ya.